0: Hey, everyone. I'm back after a longer break, and I'm so sorry for just being silent. I got sick. I had a flu, which was a bit um, rough, let's say. And um, in case you hear it in my voice, if it's still recognizable, you know, um, it's not completely cured. It's still bugging me every now and then, but it's getting better. So, you know, I, I had it for two weeks. Which is kind of baffling. And I thought at first it was like COVID or something, but according to my tests, it has not been COVID, just the normal flu, I guess, you know. And it started like with everything else, just a little bit of, of, of a cold and, you know, the, the typical symptoms. And then I was almost dead for three days with fever, I think. And at least, you know, I don't have a thermometer. I don't, I don't know. I, I couldn't check and I didn't really care. I still went to work, believe it or not, doing my day job. I didn't want to, uh, to chicken myself out of it because I thought I'm going to be on vacation anyway. And during that vacation, I actually went to Switzerland just like it was planned. I visited an old friend of mine who is over 70 years old now and he has, um, he has some problems with his hip. For some reason, he doesn't want to be diagnosed <laughs> by any doctors he doesn't like doctors he's try he tries to stay away from them as much as he can and he does whatever he wants to you know he just he drinks as much as he wants to he eats whatever he wants and he says if uh, if he feels a little pain here and there or a sting or a prick somewhere he doesn't care he just ignores it and does whatever he wants to and he's doing fine with the exception of his hip he has he has some real problems moving around, unfortunately. But we talked about life, about, you know, his kids, his uh, his current state of mind, politics, of course, too, and uh, of our work and the stuff that we did a couple of years before that. We'd like to continue doing uh, doing that work, at least I would like to, and see where the path leads us and if some good ideas come to pass for me to draw and illustrate. So I'm still... I'm actually actively working on something, a couple more uh, Hugo pages from those, you know, the the boy with the baseball cap, those stories I did. As usual, without any dialogue, it's just the pictures trying to tell the story, uh, being kind of silent and mute, while my friend actually takes care of everything else and does what he needs to do to present it on his website. That is pretty much it. I'm going to come back to that sometime later, I guess in a few days, perhaps, maybe a week, because I'd like to get it done before the end of the month and uh, focus on my studies because my studies are still on hold. And I have a ton of books that I need to work through. I need to get done uh, to February. Um, latest will be March, I guess. And then... Uh, at the late late March, I'm going to fly to Taiwan. I think I talked about that before too. And sometime later, on the 10th of June, I will be attending the concert of Peter Gabriel in Cologne. Now, that is the original reason why I wanted to talk to you guys. It is official. It's real, it's absolutely true, and legit. Peter Gabriel is actually going on tour, not just another tour like the previous ones. It is a brand new album that will be advertised and played and demonstrated to all of us who will attend to all of these concerts. And if you haven't heard the news yet, you should act quickly because uh, the first tickets for fans were on presale sale starting from uh, yesterday. And yes, I got my ticket, and I paid a huge amount of money for that ticket. I'm going to talk about that later. I don't want to brag. I'm almost broke, okay? So there's nothing to brag about, but I wanted to get the best ticket I could possibly get for Cologne. I chose Cologne because I, I think that from the positioning where I might be, very close to the stage and having a great seat, you know, like premium price here, um, Uh, I I think I really want to get a good experience from a concert like this because he's my favorite artist still after all these years. And uh, I'm going to get back to the reasoning why I don't care about the price. And yes, I do understand where the prices come from and how they're generated. I understand that, but it's not something that you can choose and it's not something you can debate or manipulate. It's just the way it is. That's the business. And it's not Peter's fault by far. Now, that just being said, um, the tour will start for now anyway in Poland on May the 18th in Krakow. From there, two days later in Italy in Verona, he's going to play. Uh, yeah, he's going to play in Italy from the 20th and 21st in Milan, 23rd Paris. 24th uh, Lille or I'm not sure if I pronounced that correctly I'm sorry it's also uh, France Lille then from the 26th on he's going to be in Berlin once 28th of May is going to be Munich I was looking forward to Munich at first but I couldn't get any VIP tickets there just the standard tickets and I thought to myself no I don't want that sorry (laughs) I'm a complete prick when it comes to this a complete snob I want the best I can get then um, of course uh, Copenhagen and Denmark on the 30th uh, 31st is going to be Stockholm Sweden 2nd of June is Bergen Norway then 5th of June Amsterdam Netherlands Uh, 6th of June Antwerp Belgium 8th June uh, Zurich Switzerland then the 10th, my, my day, Cologne in Germany. Uh, the 12th of June is Hamburg in Germany, which was an option for me too, but it's a bit far from my uh, current position. I would have to drive all through uh, entire Germany to get up north there. I always wanted to go to Hamburg, to be honest, but I'd like to take my time and just explore the city. I didn't expect to have a concert um, in, in Hamburg anyway. I wasn't thinking about stuff like that, seeing Peter, but... Nonetheless, uh, on the th- June the 13th, he will be playing in Frankfurt before taking a day break, and then playing in Bordeaux, France on the 15th, uh, Birmingham, UK on the 17th, 19th will be London, Glasgow, UK 22, or the 22nd, 23rd, Manchester, UK, and the final concert of the first half of the tour, pay attention, is the 25th Dublin, Ireland. And goddammit, I always wanted to go to Ireland. If anyone knows something about whiskey, it's the Irish. Now, um, the good news is he's not going to stop there. I think it was Tony Levin who said that that, um, there will be a summer tour later on after these dates in North and South America. I think... It's going to be mostly uh, U.S. and Canada. I'm not sure how far into the south he wants to go, but uh, there there could be some more dates afterwards. It depends, of course, how good the album is going to perform, and how fit uh, physically Peter is going to be. And this is exactly my point: why I'd like to spend more money for tickets like these. Now, listen to me. When I was younger, okay, I was in my twenties when I saw Peter for the first time. I've been listening to all of his albums and just waiting anxiously for the new album, the Up album that was presented, I think that was 2001, 2002. Um, We talked about the Up album, right? And... um, I remember the Full Moon Club on his website when it was started. Every time there was a full moon, he would present some new information about the album snippets of a track and stuff like that and talk about the track and the origins of the track, which was a really cool experience. And you could just, you know, your anticipation would just not drop from all of that. You just wanted more and more. And I really, I listened to the album so many times. It's still a great uh, piece of art, in my opinion, um, Even though not everyone liked it, like I said, some fans just turned around and said, that's not the Gabriel I've come to know and love. And, well, you can't really make anybody happy, you know. Even I complained about the Leonard Cohen track, the last one that was released, Uh, Here It Is. Um, I'm going to listen to that track again because I love the arrangement. But like I said, sometimes you just find a track that's not exactly your cup of tea, not what you expected. Now, when it comes to Gabriel, I have to admit, you can't expect all that much. You expect quality, yeah, of course, you know, you, you expect something cerebral, something intriguing, thought provoking, and emotional. We get that. You understand that. I understand that. We all fucking understand that. What we don't really understand is what exactly we get in the end. The entire surprise package is always intriguing and a puzzle for many of us, but we expect to find music with a typical Peter Gabriel signature underneath it. And that being said, we're talking of his own personal style, the way he sings, the uh, a large variety of the voice that he uses, uh, different notes, high pitch sounds, lower this this uh, very rough roaring sound that he can carry and, and and perform nicely with his voice, which has become more intense over the years, I have to say, and um, of course the moody side of his tracks, the emotional, the melancholic, the stuff that we like to listen to, to just dive off into a different universe whenever Peter starts singing, and again i'd like to come back to the fact that peter has uh, is currently uh, 72 years old he's going to be 73 when he's on tour and my reasoning to pay premium price for a ticket is first of all i know i'm not rich i have to struggle in my own way i have bills to pay like everyone else i got i have gas to pay i pay the rent I have to pay for food, I have to pay for everything, my fucking insurance companies and all all this crap. I have to pay for my dental care. For fuck's sake, we all have this this problem, right? However, um, I always have a little bit of a cushion, a safety cushion somewhere on the side of my savings. And I know exactly when Gabriel comes around, I will pay whatever it is that I need to pay in order to see him. And I had the experience when I was 20 and I saw him in the Growing Up concert, uh, the first Growing Up tour before Still Growing Up came one year later. And um, that was, you know, when when the Up album was obviously introduced the first time, but he was also dancing around or walking around in his Zorb ball, this huge inflatable thing. Where lights were uh, reflecting uh, from it and all that stuff, it looked really great. And I was standing very close to the stage to just experience that that great um, um, phenomenon there. And um, I paid a normal price for around I think sixty bucks or something, but somewhere between fifty and sixty bucks I think, to be standing with a normal crowd, the typical uh, concert atmosphere, while behind us, you know. Um, the first seats were starting, and then you had like these these uh, you know seat places left and right in the arena, and all around. And I think that the concert was sold out because Peter was gone for many years since the eighties, and yeah, not just the eighties. I forgot the nineties too about the the US album and the Secret World tour, but um, um, uh, I I did enjoy that. I really did. I would, I would like to attend a concert like that again, standing in front of the, of the line, you know, just being really early on and trying to get a good spot to stand. But the problem is my knees hurt. I have a problem with my, my right knee. It's a bit agonizing for me to actually stand all the time in one spot and then trying to still enjoy the concert for two hours. I have to be honest, that is getting a bit on my on my balls, you know, not, not that I wouldn't enjoy it and, and like to see, you know, traditional atmosphere, uh, of, of a concert, but, you know, I have to, I have to drive a huge amount of kilometers to get there, first of all, then I have to, uh, find a place to stay, need, need a place to, 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 you know, get some shut-eye, get some food, and then go to the concert, um, and I, I don't like the hassle of the whole um, aspect of it all, trying to get, first of all, trying to get there. The traffic, getting a parking lot. If you don't have a parking lot, you go by train, by tram, whatever. You know, that might be more convenient, of course. And I want to get a hotel somewhere in the area as soon as possible, book something, and then get my, get a parking lot for me. I want the whole fucking exquisite deal just to be comfortable, comfortable in my own skin without wasting time with stuff I don't want to do. Then, of course, I bought this time around a VIP ticket to uh, to the Cologne concert. Um, I'm thinking about buying maybe a second ticket for a different town, but that's just an idea because I'm not quite sure if I can actually make that possible. First of all, the payment is going to be expensive. Second of all, um, I'm not sure if I can get those days... Uh, enough free time for me to actually attend there because the concert will be on a Saturday and that's not a problem. I can get there. No, no problem. No, no argument. No fights. Nothing. Okay. At least I'm talking with my about my job and my boss here. So that is going to be a safe bet. Mm, everything else, not quite sure if I can make it. That's going to be a bit tougher to uh, to maintain a course like that. But after, like I said, after the the Growing Up Tour, I went to the Still Growing Up Tour and I had, I think, a seat. Mm, I'm not sure if I was standing or if I was sitting. I don't really remember. I remember the concert very well, though. Then after that, there was, of course, the orchestra, the, the New Blood Orchestra that we witnessed. So I went there. To see that and to hear his own original music being played by the orchestra, which was a very interesting experience. And I had a, a seat there as well. I was sitting on the side and really enjoying the concert. I wasn't feeling physically very well. I had like um, some I don't know uh, medical problems. I would say so. I, that was that was pretty bad afterwards. But um, nonetheless, it was. Uh, I did enjoy the concert. I still remember. All those lights and the sounds. And then there was, of course, my fourth concert, the back to front tour, which was celebrating the So album from 1986. And that was the concert when I told to myself, I need something special. I wanted a VIP ticket. I wanted to get really convenient space. I didn't want to have the hassle to move around all these people. I I just wanted something special for me to enjoy the whole thing. Talk to fanatic fans just like me, you know, or just interested people who had the money and wanted to spend it on something really cool. We had a buffet back then. I think that was in Düsseldorf. And um, we just, we had great food. If I remember it was Düsseldorf. Could have been Dortmund as well. I'm not not too sure about that. But... um, God damn it. The, 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 the food was great. The buffet was just, just, just fantastic. Everyone had a good time. Uh, I've met some interesting people there. And then you just walk out there and you get a, a specific spot, which is isolated from everyone else. If It's, of course, a VIP isolated spot, just for more convenience in the end to enjoy the entire atmosphere. Um, back then, the money I spent was quite a lot. It was over 300 bucks just for the ticket. I paid now 400 to get a front row seat. It's not exactly the front as in the front, but it's. I think if I haven't made any mistakes, it's pretty in the center of the first seating block directly across from the stage. And I'm sitting in the fourth row, okay, which is pretty good for me. That's if, if this is all working out just the way I, I expect it to be, I'm, I'm getting a, you know, a, there's a VIP entrance, there will be hopefully something to drink and to eat because I'd really like to have a buffet too. I'm really spoiled like that, I'm sorry. Um, it's just, I don't want to sound cocky. I get that it's really expensive and, and all that. But look, he's not getting any younger. He's 72, okay? Of course, uh, the performance was more energetic and dynamic, with him jumping around, uh, falling into the st- into the crowd, stage diving during uh, "Lay Your Hands on Me" in the '80s. Fucking a, I love that shit, but I was too young to attend. I was a child back then. I had no chance. Okay, I just have just I heard this stuff when I was a teenager for the first time, and thought to myself, "Man, I really missed out." So I couldn't experience anything like that. But many years later, uh, you know, be it as it may that I was making my own money, I was, you know, I had a job, I was trying to get a life for myself. I have no other expenses. I don't have any kids. I don't have a wife sucking me dry. So I can go to these concerts and pay the money I need to, to just to have a good time. And I think if you have the opportunity and you have some cash to burn a little bit, even though I understand there's a crisis, we have rising prices, there is inflation, there's all this shit going on, and we don't know what the future is going to bring. But I tell you one thing, though. You cannot take the money with you in your grave. There's always a possibility to pay your bills somehow. We can survive, we can live, but you don't have to go on a large trip You don't have to go on a massive vacation with, you know, God knows how many people, or even by yourself. And if you have the choice, or let's say you have to make a decision, if you really want to experience uh, a concert with Gabriel here, this might be, God forbid, the only chance you have. There might be more chances in the future, But look, like I said, he's not getting any younger. He's still fit. He's vital. He's healthy. He's doing well. His voice is fine. He's still creative. He's still working. He's still doing something. Why the fuck should you not invest in something like this before it's too late, before you can't do this anymore? I've had this discussion with myself. When I was younger, I had little money okay? I had like almost nothing. I was poor, I was often very broke, and I still managed to buy myself tickets, the tickets I thought were necessary for me to enjoy the concert. Uh, I I stayed at friends' places if possible, I stayed in hotels if it was necessary, and all that. That was really expensive for me back then, but I did it anyway, because I wanted to, and you should too if you're interested. If you're really interested, if you love his music and you've, you've listened to him before, just get off your ass, and before we start arguing about the prices, Peter is not the one creating the prices. he takes his own fee what he thinks his his stuff is worth his 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 presence his music his his quality his catalog is worth of course, there is a discussion like that. there is a negotiation with the price, of course however um the um the, the event managers, if you will, taking care of these things and promoting him, making the advertisement, all that, they calculate with living legends much higher, okay? Just remember how expensive ticket prices were when Michael Jackson was still around. That wasn't exactly cheap, okay? Or Rolling Stones. You got to be shitting me. People paid a fortune to see these guys, right? I wouldn't personally want to see them. It's not my music, but, you know, in the end, if you have the chance, why wouldn't you? You could actually, you know, just really uh, absorb the the experience, absorb the atmosphere and the music, and just take that with you for the rest of your life. And that is my motivation, why I want to see Gabriel live on stage anyway. I love his music, like I said. Um... Life is not going to get any better for us in the future. I think we're going to have a really tough time ahead of us. But I can take this experience from me personally and put it in my memory and keep it there and enjoy the moment, enjoy just that I'm here, that I can share this with other people, other fans. I can enjoy a good time. I can enjoy him, see the band, David Rhodes, Tony Levin, Manu might be there if if the information is correct. And maybe some surprises that we don't know of. You know, who knows? Special guests perhaps. Maybe we're going to see Phil Collins or uh, maybe uh, someone from the 90s that he worked with. Maybe we're going to see even Sinead O'Connor, which I, th- I do doubt because she's not really in a good place right now. But, um, you know, we don't know. Gabriel just said we should be... Uh, uh, expecting the unexpected like he used to say uh, in, in the early uh, Genesis days and afterwards when he was starting his solo career. So we don't really know what's gonna happen. My personal theory is that there could be a possibility that a and A or something like that might be established for fans to ask him some questions and have some fun, some back and forth interaction with the artist um i could believe i could think of stuff like that that he might be interested in doing that instead of some gigantic expensive uh, stage experience although i could be wrong there could be both or maybe a specific uh, something else that could be interactive on stage something really creative that he's known for that he loves to do cuz every stage experience was different at least for me personally and I'm sad, really sad and bummed out that I never got the chance to see the Secret World live, to see the, the, the phone booth coming out of the stage with Come Talk to Me as the opener. Fucking A, that was just brilliant. You know, I really, really loved that. It was so powerful, so emotional. I wish I could have seen that live. But um, I might see something similar. I might see something new. And I will listen to something new, just like all of you will. We're all going to enjoy... A new album. I can't stress that enough. It's it's going to come. It's real. It's in its final stages. We're going to get it probably before Christmas. And I'm really excited. Now, just to be on the safe side, I want to say this one more time. Yes, I have criticized the Leonard Cohen track. For God's sakes, please, get over yourself. This is different. We're going to listen to an entirely brand new album uh for the first time in 20 years okay the up album was the last studio album then we had the orchestra stuff we had um we had the 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 the, the celebration of so the back to front you know of course that was all good i love that stuff too i really did and it it's 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 great that he did that but we we're all waiting for new material We're going to get new material. We got some snippets over the years. We got some few tracks over the years, like um, A Courage, a track from the 80s that he released afterwards because he felt like it. I love the track. I think the song is great. We had I'm Amazing. I love that track. It sounds perfectly, just more than brilliant, to be honest. It's a great, great, great track in memory of Muhammad Ali. And... um, we got uh, from from this, the, the, the movie record, uh, PG, um, rated PG, right? Uh, with Every Bird, which is a completely new song that hasn't been released before, and that song is just beautiful. It's really, really masterful. So we can see, we can hear that he's still in the game. He's still there providing great new material, uh, collaborating with other artists, and he's still not tired. Maybe a little bit, because, you know, We all have to age, we're all getting older, it's fine. But he's still around, he's still making stuff, and he's surrounded by new material. I have no idea how much. The only thing that we know so far is that the title will be I.O., like input-output, like he advertised after the Up album 20 years ago, that he would like to do that. And this album has been in development now for 20 years, maybe not constant development because he's always busy and distracted by so many different things. And uh, I'm, I'm happy for the fact that he's stuck with the I.O. title, that he's not going to change that. Um, that's cool that he's going to continue doing it. Maybe the topics of I.O. will be uh, the same, the input and output between you know the social structures, between people, the world overall, and maybe nationwide. But depending on the topics, I can't really know for sure what the songs will be about. I have no information. I haven't heard anything. There is no new material, nothing has been published or surfaced so far, at least not to my knowledge, but I think the band um, band members like Tony Levin and David Rhodes seem to be uh, really excited about this, really pleased. Why wouldn't they? They're going with their friend Peter on tour again. Um, I can only hope, my personal wish would be to see and hear Gabriel not just on the radio uh, like we used to, or on TV sometime, I'd like to just see a completely uh, new, celebrated Peter Gabriel being again uh, famous for a short amount of time. Of course he is famous, we know that he's famous, but that's not what I mean. I want to see him in the spotlight once more. I want him to make an example, I wish for him to make an example of how good music can be and how important, innovative, original music is uh, not just you know this, the same uh, typical borrowing music from old days and covering music over and over again, or you know, borrowing some stuff here and there and just renewing with electronic elements old songs. But this is Gabriel. He has been innovative all these years. He has been making a mark and an impact on the music industry like only a few artists of his size and level. Have done over the years, like Depeish Mode, for example, I would even say guns and roses in uh a c d c at some point in time. of course they did, you know they were just just as massively huge, of course, for many people, a lot bigger and a lot more successful, but you know, that's a different story here. I don't measure the money. I do not measure the money for success. I measure the impact and the quality of the songs, what they do, how they change history, how they impact and influence other artists because everyone borrows from everybody. That's a fact. And Peter is one of those with great ideas and other people said, other artists said, fucking A, I want to do that too. That's just the way it goes. And I'm going to look forward to this great event i will be back with more information more news some uh, uh information about my work uh some about um of course more about peter's songs probably maybe something socially about my favorite topic men versus females that we just can't live together i love this shit i really do i'll get back to that too but um until then i got to do my 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 job i got to work and uh hopefully I'm going to get my tax return because um, that's still open. I've done my taxes, just that you know. But, <laughs> but I'm not sure what's going to happen to that. I might get something out of it. If that's the case, fucking hey, the concert is paid for. Mm. But I'm not sure I'm going to be that lucky because usually, you know, the government knows how to squeeze you a little bit here and there to benefit from your hard work, especially here in Germany. But that's a different story. I don't want to get into that, and I don't want to be upset. I am looking forward to a great, great time next year. I'm looking forward to a new album. I'm looking forward to meet new people, talking about this stuff, enjoying the music. And Look, if it happens and the album is out, I will talk about it for sure. 200 fucking percent I'll be here. But then I'm going to take my time off and just listen to the fucking thing every day. Analyze it, be there, absorb it and feel the music and look forward and get excited again with anticipation for the concert. Until then I will be back with new stuff. If I hear something you all be here, if you if you care, if you want to tune in and listen to me babble, I would be happy to listen to that. Uh, I mean not listen to that but having you around yeah of course and until then stay stay safe stay healthy stay excited and see you guys soon okay take care bye bye